podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings as always we encourage you to subscribe rate and review us on whatever digital platform that you are choosing to listen to podcasts on whether that be apple soundcloud google youtube amazon or whatever it is that you do on spotify please go and do that say man what do i do not know why my grandmother has these imaginary ops. Have we talked about this before? Very, very, very it was it was you you made this comment before. No details. I was talking to her yesterday and you know how old people they just get to talking and go to go on a tangent, be talking about stuff you ain't even called them about. Mm-hmm. So she was telling me how she was in the store and she seen such and such, but such and such didn't look at her or speak. Now all of a sudden they got beef. And she's talking about, I got a machete that if she tried to run up on me and this, this, and this, I'm I'm like, first of all, you got a machete in H-E-B? What? <laughs> what? Where'd you, where'd you put that thing? Second of all, you're like 109 pounds. Can you pick that thing up? Uh, if, if not, I got this old rusty little 22 and it fire. So because somebody didn't speak to you in public? Y'all got beef now? Like, maybe she didn't recognize you. Y'all both old. <laughs> but you beefed up because ain't somebody ain't speak to you? I said, you got to relax. That ain't, ain't going to relax. Why? why? Then, then at the end of the conversation, going to say, I ain't want to talk to her no way. Is your is your grandmother an ex-con? <laughs> Look, I'm trying not to bleep anything out, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that is that is very much ex-con behavior. Um, so I wouldn't know. So I'm just saying. Um, I get it. If that's the case, you don't you don't have to uh, <laughs> confirm nor deny. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's so. With that in mind, it makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> Just saying, that is how they operate, bruh. I've yes, that's how Just, they operate. Just stay plexed up for no reason. It's not a reason to the general population. But for them, it's a reason, and that's disrespect. You cannot use your old age as an excuse to not recognize me. I recognize you. Is that even standing on business? That's, 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 I don't, that's something different. I told you, most people stand on bullshit. <laughs> and that's standing on bullshit because that that is bullshit. That's a bullshit code that comes from a system 
of people that have been deprived of their freedom. So what they do is they they make this um they make these set of rules and guidelines that only make sense to them and it really just comes from uh it's rooted in anger. That's what it boils down to. You step on my J's, you don't say excuse me, you're gonna get shot. Same energy, bro. I, I guess you've earned that respect to be acknowledged by any and everyone that you do know in public. Nine times yeah. out of ten, if I see you in public and I do know you, probably gonna avoid you. Unless you unless oh. you're one of my core group of people, probably gonna avoid you. Yeah, I mean it depends on the history I have with that person. I do that to this day. I mean, if I just really don't if I never vibe with a person and I haven't seen him in years, let's just keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it that way because um, in that moment, there's no need to me, for me to be fake. But, I mean, if they choose to speak, then it is what it is. I, I, I try to pride myself on not being a rude person. That's why it just alarms me, you know, when um, if, 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 it's, if you're in close proximity with a person and – you have and you you definitely know this person, you know, just out of respect, you know, at least a head nod or something, you know. I think the fist bump has become normalized since COVID. So, you know, even the fist bump and just keep it moving is I think that's um I think it's common courtesy. Yeah. And I I'm 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 super I'm super I'm 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 huge on common courtesy. Like I'm very I'm an advocate for common courtesy more than I ever was before I turned you know, before I even got in my 30s but, but you know when I was in my 20s I probably didn't give a damn but obviously the older I have gotten it's just like no common courtesy it's just simple respect if you see me trying to pull out of this driveway you know it's not going to hurt for you to just stop for a couple of seconds so I can pull out in front of you Yeah, it's not that big of a deal you're still going to get to your destination on time you I'm going to be good. Simple. You're going to be good. Ain't going to be no accidents, nothing like that. Yeah, simple things. Like, I, mean, I just left the grocery store with somebody that was behind me that had like two things in their hand. Just go ahead, go, bro. I'm good. I ain't in no rush. I'm not in a rush at all. I'm not in a rush at all. Plus, these bridges are iced over. My fool ass shouldn't be out here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I meant to ask you about. Go ahead. Have you... Or are you familiar with the burnt toast theory? No. Okay. So since this wasn't part of the show rundown. Um, what show rundown? That we don't have. <laughs> I was about to say, this nigga, hey, y'all. This nigga Jay over here making up shit. I, oh, God. Let me say, before you get into the burnt toast theory, oh, God. We have no idea what we're going to talk about when we hop on these shows, bro. We just be going. So when you when we when we're all over the place, you're actually listening to a conversation between two idiots. It's that simple. <laughs> hey, y'all don't hear, y'all don't y'all don't hear half the good shit though. We 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 bring y'all a quarter of the good shit. Well, you'll have to get like like some kind of subscription services to hear the other half. But okay, I had good good thing for stalling because I need to to look this up to be you know exact about it the burnt toast theory is the idea that if you burn your toast before work it adds five to ten minutes to your trip it's actually saving you from something catastrophic 
So kind of like, you know, a few weeks back, they had the um, incident with the Alaskan Airlines where the where the door popped off. Right. And there, there was in the exit row where two passengers were supposed to be seated, but they ended up missing the flight. And a lot of people were saying, oh, that's that's the burnt toast theory, like something delayed them, which made them inevitably miss their flight. And because they missed their flight, they wouldn't sucked out into oblivion. <coughs> Case of Rasara. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, if um, if it's not your time, it's not your time, and then something's gonna something's gonna gonna derail that from you. But I I think that's interesting because I always believed in it because I I think about that in traffic a lot because like I'm I'm like we're doing fifty in a sixty five and I'm like why are we going this slow? But in my mind it's like okay we're going this slow so that I don't get to a set point at a set time and something happens the final destination time kind of shit. Do you think this generation can handle final destination? Do you not even handle, I mean appreciate it. No, not at all. Okay. The, the, the shit they was getting off when we were growing up, man. Talking about cancel culture, I mean, you couldn't get shit off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Robert Downey, but I did appreciate when he said that if they made Tropic Thunder, he'd do that role again. He wouldn't care. Yeah, I respect that. Do you think Bernie Mac could do the Kings of Comedy stand-up where it was referring to his nephew as gay? What did he say? He bring, his, he bring his little homosexual ass downstairs. Couldn't He couldn't get that shit off. I mean, he could. I mean, if he approached it like Dave Chappelle approaches things now. Which, <sighs> D- Dave Chappelle... D- Dave Chappelle did have a stand-up that just came out recently, right? Correct. What's it called? <sighs> you would ask me that. I did half-ass watch it because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't rank high in, in the Dave Chappelle stand-ups for me. Does it rank high? It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. So when you turn on Netflix, is it suggested? Yeah. Mm. This probably it, ha- it has to be one of his worst because it didn't get any like you know. Obviously, I'm on social media just like anybody. I had no idea it existed until you and Keith had like kind of mentioned it in the chat, and it was very brief. I never even really went into any detail about it, and I felt like neither one of y'all really cared about it. Oh, the Dreamer. It's called the Dreamer. Hmm. So I seen, was it stand seen, up or was it a podcast? I seen somebody, I can and I, I can't remember who it was, so I give them the proper credit. But they said it felt like he had the joke set up for the second half and he just had to bullshit his way through the first half. Like it like he had he had one joke set up for the second half of, of the special and, and for that first 20, 30 minutes he just had to bullshit through. I was like, Yeah, that's hmm. that's that's pretty accurate. What's the what was the joke? I don't even remember. I just I just remember him saying, hey, I'm not going to attack the trans community again. And then he goes on this long tangent of talking about a, a North Carolina or South Carolina senator that was disabled and just talked about handicapped people for a long time. And people are OK with that. Yeah, people are fine with it. I haven't heard any no. backlash from the handicapped community. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I asked if it was a comedy or was it a podcast? I 
I mean, with the level of comedy that Dave Chappelle does now and how he does it, you know, he's not giving you joke after joke after joke. He's telling you a story that has some funny shit happening in it. So I still feel like it 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 walks that line of 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 a podcast slash comedy special. And the way that comedy stand ups are are nowadays, it's like like I think I mentioned to you and Keith, like I watched um the Country Wayne stand up on Netflix. And it's like, all right, you you're giving me a lot of jokes, but there's no no con- cohesiveness. Like here's a joke, here's a joke, here's a joke, here's a joke, and it's kind of like, man, maybe you should have just remained a social media comic, or maybe you should have worked on this a little bit more. But again, you know, my taste isn't isn't everybody's taste. Some people probably loved it, but it's like, you know, when when you go to a Chappelle special, you know what to expect. Today, nowadays. Nowadays, yeah, nowadays. Like if, um, if like killing killing them softly was still a story with a bunch of jokes. Like I feel like that's Dave Dave's style. But then, like, there's some points in there too. It's like, oh, you know, they, they, he's like, I, mean, I remember Kill Him Softly because that, that's probably one of my top favorite stand-ups of all time. Like, I remember that. Like, I remember Eddie Murphy's Raw. Like, th- those are just iconic to me. And he's, you know, talks about something happened, and then it's like, oh, but this little boy who was practicing wrestling moves on his sister and ended up accidentally killing her. He got life at the age of 14 or something like that. And it's like, damn, you know, you were cracking jokes and then here's a message. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. This was, I asked that question to segue into probably one of the hottest topics that are out. That's going, you know, one of the hottest topics right now, which is Cat Williams. Um, and I'm just going to go on record and say this. I've never found Cat Williams funny. Um, and I'm probably never? one of the very few people that never. I don't find it, I never found his comedy funny. Um, that's not. Come on, bro. It's not. No, not I, going I, I feel him. like he has a not couple not. of classic classic standups as well. That's cool. I mean, and that's not to say yeah, that he's cool. not. I don't give funny. a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is not to say that he's not funny. The the the, the one thing about me that people that. You know, they may be shocked about is I've never really been a stand up, like a stand up comedian guy. Never really found, like, I, you'll rarely ever, like, I would never want to go to a comedy show. I'll go, I've been to one, but it's like, that's not my speed. Um, I, I appreciate them because, um, for the most part, I do believe, um, years ago, decades ago, um, it, not even, I'm not even gonna say that. I'm just gonna say the type of comedy. That Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, King of Comedy, obviously, like that type of comedy, that takes a special level of intelligence. It takes a special set of skills. That's not some shit that you can just do. And when I say like go on stage and like you say, have layered jokes that actually have a message, I don't see a lot of millennials being able to do that. Like I don't see a lot of modern I don't see a lot of people in the modern world being able to do that to the level that Richard Pryor did it, to the level that Fred Sanford did it. And even as I sit here and tell you that I'm not big on comedy, I've watched so many of them simply because I was looking for something. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely agree with you. Killing me softly. Uh what you, uh, I hate to ask what was he wearing? Well, what was the main joke on Killing Me Softly? Was that the purple drink one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so I appreciate comedy, but I'm just not a guy that's going out of my way to um 
to, like I said, to go to a comedy show, so on and so forth. So when Cat Williams had his run where he was um basically on his Lauren Hill shit, because he's the Lauren Hill of comedy. I can, I can see that. You know exactly what I mean by that. Yeah. Because in my honest opinion, Lauren Hill is probably one of the greatest female MCs ever. And a lot of people will probably tell you Cat Williams is in their top five or top ten. Uh, I'm not saying he's the greatest, but a lot of people love Cat Williams. And I know this because when Cat Williams would come to Houston and he would stand Houston up, no pun intended, <laughs> motherfucker, it was a lot of people that were invested in that shit. And when I would sit there and be like, damn, he got Toyota Center? That used to baffle me. I'd be like, Cat Williams? I've, I've seen pimp? Cat Williams at Toyota Center. The pimp from Friday. This guy's that huge? That used to... I've never seen any of his stand-ups, though. So... Maybe I should go watch one. But anyways, to get to my point, um, I see what he did. I, I, I didn't I didn't I still I don't because I don't listen to celebrity podcast. I've only seen snippets. I heard what he said. I've heard some of the things he said was, you know, obviously it's some real shit or whatever. People appreciate the message coming out of his mouth a lot more. They appreciate it coming out of Kanye's for obvious reasons. But. <laughs> But I, I, I think if you call like, one of them ahead. crazy, you have to call the other one crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And and, and then uh, the thing about when I saw Cat Williams, in that moment when I was l- watching him, you know, I went on the on the X app, was just scrolling, just reading. I, Catching it, the highlights. Twitter, but I'm just, just being, I'm being, it, it's Twitter, but anyways. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm catching the highlights, and I'm, you know, I'm a comment stalker. And I realized as I you know, went down my rabbit hole. I'm like, man, a lot of these people on here are very young. They don't really know who Cat Williams is. They don't. No, no, not at all. And I was like, man, it's almost like Duval. Like, you get, you catch the Duval wave, you catch, you, you, you catch the Duval wave and you appreciate Duval for what he does on Instagram and social media. And then you kind of figure out he's a comedian and you buy into it. But to get to my point, comedy is a dead art. And because comedy is a dead art, the same thing that you felt with the Country Wayne thing is the same thing you'll probably feel if you go watch Ha Ha Davis or you go see Drewski or any of these other, these, these, the newer style of comedy. It's almost the same as hip hop, which I have a different appreciation for hip hop versus what my son's generation has for hip hop almost to the point where I would almost say, I feel like it should be called something else. That's why I asked you, was Dave Chappelle doing standup or was he doing a podcast? Because I looked on YouTube and I see club Shay Shay's podcast with Cat Williams has 40 million views. That's not something your average comedian is doing right now. They can't do that right now. I don't even think Kevin Hart can do that right now. And Kevin Hart probably is the last true comedian of this generation. I can say that. In my opinion. You know, like, as far as my son definitely knows who he is. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, he's uh, as far, you know, being a household name. And it's sad to me because the only time now that these comedians could really get their shit off now in my opinion is because of this new wave which is podcasting gets them you know to to get in a bag and i really feel like 
even even though I said Cat Williams is not a favorite of mine, I never found him funny. That was his bag. Podcasting is his bag. And and he's probably not even going to notice it. He's just going to do what he does, not realizing that comedy is dead. It's about podcasting now. That's what Cat Williams should be doing. Like, mm-hmm. That's all he needs to do is go around and do be on some Charleston White shit. Just jump on podcast and get his shit off. And, and tell these because stories. Because comedy, as yeah, tell these stories because even the younger generation was tapped in, and I don't even really think they really know who he is. But because he had so much information to give from a gossip perspective, that that was cool. Mm-hmm. And, and I and I'm gonna say it again. I feel comedy is a dead art. And if anything, social media skits and podcasts have taken over from traditional comedians like that. There's really no reason to go watch a stand up co- comedian now. Just get them to get on the podcast or, you know, check out your, you know, your your favorite com- is, uh, comedians that do skits. That's about it, because I feel stand up stand up comedy, even if you go watch one of the legends nine times out of ten the way they're going to deliver it is going to be in a podcast style, i.e. Dave Chappelle. Because the last three or four podcasts that nigga has done, I mean, the, the last three quote-unquote stand-ups he have done, they have been podcasts. He's just up there talking, bro. He's just yep. up here getting his shit off. And that's his new bag. That's his bag now. Which is yeah. fine. And, I mean, and getting your shit off has jokes. Like, we we have jokes in, in this when we get our shit off. Low key, everybody's funny. Everybody has, everybody's funny. Everybody has a um. No, 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 no. People are unintentionally funny too, though. If you, I'm just saying, people are unintentionally funny. People aren't gifted at being able to create punchlines and have great delivery. But for the most part, it, at any given moment, the average person can make you laugh. You don't, you don't agree with that? No, no, I I can agree with that. Yeah. See, I just that's just something I I mean, I guess my next question would be because I know you you enjoy podcasts much more than I do. Anything that you took away from that podcast, from that Cat Williams podcast? No. Nothing. Nothing. You laughed. I, I I chuckled. That was that was some 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 funny parts. Sure. Damn. But like it wasn't it wasn't the typical caliber of, of Cat Williams that I've I mean I not Cat Williams. Um uh, wait, who are we talking about? Dave Chappelle? No, Cat Williams. Oh, Cat Williams? My bad, oh, yeah, my, I, bad. I, my bad. I, I laughed I laughed at some of the shit that Cat Williams had because like like yeah, a lot of the shit was just so fucking ridiculous. Like uh, at at fifty two years old, he can run a four one forty. Can he? No, he cannot. <laughs> That he was accepted to, I want to say it was like the University of Delaware or something at the age of seven. For what? I don't know. <laughs> it's news to me. I didn't know this. These are things that he said that he read three thousand books, um, before, like when he was eight years old. He was averaging like three thousand books a year. He said this. Yes. I thought that was just a, a thing that you sent me with the, you know what I'm with the Ace, was it Ace Vane? What's his name? Oh, no. I thought this that was nigga, just a joke. This nigga said this shit. <laughs> so that was really Cat Williams' voice? 
if that's where he took the sound bite from, but he said that, bro, I listened to all two hours and 45 minutes of that interview, and he said this shit about he he hitchhiked from Ohio to Miami at the age of 13 with like $2,500 and a pit bull in his arm. Huh? Yeah. Wow. I did not get that at all. Whoa, that's interesting. He was yeah. dead ass. Dead ass. And then, and then a lot of people's like, the only thing he didn't lie about was stuff about himself. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess. Because whatever he said about other people, nobody really came out and said, nah, this nigga cat lying. He's like, ah, you know, I don't pay attention to this and this, this, and this, and whatever. But, like, nobody really said, yeah, he's lying. It was like, I don't know. Is he lying? He's telling the truth? I, I, I don't know. And then and then everything, like, like, like the... The thesis that you have on on Hollywood is kind of like, ah, I'm I'm bound to believe it, huh? I guess it's almost to basically dilute his message to an extent. You say so, some bizarre shit, then the rest of his shit he's saying you don't believe. It's like well, this motherfucker's crazy. He start like it's like it's like what's that cat's Orlando? Was it Orlando Brown or Orlando Jones? What's his name? The the dude that's a, the crackhead. <sighs> Orlando Brown, Brown, I think. It's Orlando Brown, because Orlando Jones is the other guy. Yeah, the the drumline guy, I think. Okay, so yeah, okay, so Orlando Jones, yeah, Orlando Jones, okay. Orlando Jones does that some similar shit too, where he'll say some real shit, but then it's hard to take no, him serious. No, no, Orlando, Orlando Brown, Orlando Brown is a crackhead. Orlando Brown is a crackhead. Okay, good, because I don't want to be out here just. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that on Orlando Jones' jacket like that. <laughs> Orlando Jones does not deserve that. He does not. I don't know he what he's doing. He's just cooling how he be cooling. Let, let that man chill. Okay, okay. So, w- one more time. It's Orlando who? It's Orlando Brown. Brown. Okay, Brown. okay. Okay, so Orlando Brown, he'll say some real shit too. But the fact that he's a crackhead. Nobody takes him serious. I mean, it's the same thing with uh with, with Kanye. Kanye says some real shit, but he's bipolar and he's crazy and he's Kanye, so we're not going to listen to him. But ever since Kanye basically said what he said, those people have been in the news quite a bit. <laughs> just saying. And, ever and since honestly, Kanye and, just said. And honestly, in a similar vein as Cat. They never say he's lying. They just call him crazy. <laughs> they just call him crazy. It's almost like that's intentional for that to be a part. It's like, we're going to let him get this shit off, but we need to make sure that there's enough proof out there for people to be like, well, he's crazy. This guy's been arrested multiple times. This guy, he's a crackhead. This guy's this, he's that. So whatever he says, no matter how true it is, we're able to have this label on him to where there is some there is some level of yeah we can't trust this guy all the way. Why can't a motherfucker just be completely sane? Come out here and say some real shit, and it, and it is what it is. Like oh fuck, Beyonce said that. Can't question Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce is as sane as ever. She said that. Okay. I mean, Jay-Z kind of said it too, but then Jay-Z's public enemy number one since the elevator incident. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know. Lost some credibility. Lost some credibility. There you go. 
it's almost like they have to lose credibility before they're able to give out a message that they need to get out. And it's like just that little bit of doubt, that little bit of doubt ruins them in the court of public opinion. It's kind of like, oh, oh now, now that I got this this look off, now I can. Damn, that sucks. It, it does. It sucks. It's it's like just, you got you got to cast a shadow of doubt over somebody for them to get some real shit off. And that that that's basically that's the, the, just, the mainstream. But I don't know though. Real talk, real talk. It's unfortunate, man. But in the end, it really doesn't matter because I I really feel I really have a true hate for Hollywood because I know it operates in a very devious manner and um, I don't think it takes a lot of common sense. I mean common sense is pretty much non-existent but it doesn't really take a lot of you don't you shouldn't have to think too hard about what's going on in Hollywood to be like okay these motherfuckers are weird just go watch Saltburn and you'll understand that Hollywood is a fucked up place. Like it's very fucked up. I hope you can watch Saltburn. I've heard nothing good about that. Because I had to go through that because of my own nosiness and my own stupidity. I pray that you all watch Saltburn every (laughs) last minute of it. Because that is something that those are that's two hours I would never get back. And I that was a That was a pure punishment to my eyes. I suffered through that, and I was like, this can't be happening the whole time. And I actually, and because I had this need to finish things, I suffered. Suffered on a Thursday Thursday night. Fucking salt burn. Okay, can you can you give me an idea what it was about? Because all I heard was like white men were humping the dirt. That is a terrible, terrible summation of that movie. That that hey, that's all I heard. That's you know, I I don't remember the source, but it was just kind of like a yeah, they was they was wilding. That's a better. That's better. This, did you just say it was a it was a, it was a bunch of because first of all what it, it, it yes the main character happens to be this white guy's British guy, um, but if if I was just I would just put it like this, it just gave me midsummer vibes. It gave me midsummer vibes, and they don't they, those two movies have nothing to do with each other. They just they just gave me midsummer vibes. It's a movie that when you're looking at the movie, you're like okay. Where are we going? And it's one of those movies that it gets somewhere, but as it's getting there, it's like, why did you have to get there this way? Mm-hmm. Why? Why did we have to take the subway? <laughs> we could have just we could have just drove. The subway is nasty. That's what that movie was. You took a nasty subway to get somewhere, <laughs> and you're like, I got this. This I did this. I got on the subway to get here for this. This is fucked up. I don't deserve this. 
<laughs> you put me on the subway for some bullshit. <laughs> Straight up. Knowing you hate public transportation, but you got on there because your homeboy told you, hey, man, this, this shit going to be crazy. And then you get there and you're like, yeah, it's crazy, but I not don't in a good way. <laughs> it's not in, a, not in a good way. This is not, not a good type good. of crazy. Yeah, this is the type of crazy that I'm going to have nightmares about this for a while. I'm just going to none of those. I can none of those actors to me. I can't I can't. I will never. I don't want to see him anymore. If I see Damn. him in a movie, I'm not even watching. Straight up, I'm gonna run from their movies because I'm like, bro, y'all on some other shit. Yeah, it's that bad. It is that bad. But anyways, man. Anyways, what's the score? I don't know. It's on a commercial. No, okay. I'm just. I'm watching your eyes, man. Your eyes are all over the place. So it's just like. Man. <laughs> You're you're focused on something. No, 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 focused no. Like, it, I'm, 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 my mind is is rolling. I was like, oh, okay, I need to, you know, I was I was thinking about like this topic and listening to what you you're saying for feedback and stuff like that. But no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good at that. You, 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 you listen, but you also know that you do have to, you know, respond. So that that's. <laughs> you're, I, you're I, good do know, I do know that I need to say some things on here occasionally. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. What is, so? What are your thoughts on the uh, on on the on the on the on those people in their tunnels? <sighs> <laughs> All right, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, he's referring to the um, show from that we briefly discussed on the prior podcast. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, you're talking about the. I'm talking okay. about those you're people. Talking, you're talking about the Hasidic Jewish yes. people with their tunnels under New York. Yes. <laughs> those niggas is wild. <laughs> that's hilarious that we can actually. Man, that's interesting. I didn't even think about from and their tunnels. We'll, we'll get that. We'll get to that though. But yeah, what do you think about those people in their tunnels, like? Did you do you understand why those tunnels exist? <sighs> because they got tired of dealing you know with the commoners. Was? No, I, I I don't. I have no idea what the commoners was. The, I, I was on the Twitter app and I seen a nigga crawl out of one of the tunnels, stiff form somebody, and take off running. <laughs> I almost bit out my drink. Say <laughs> <laughs> he stiff form somebody. That's that's all I see. And I was like, wow, niggas is wildin'. <laughs> Bro, I could just picture a nigga with a with a, wearing all black. He got <laughs> with the, the curls. Beard, got the curls. <laughs> Coming up out of a out of one of them goddamn steam grates in, in fucking New York City, stiff orbit of shit out of somebody like he's fucking Derrick Henry. Dog. <laughs> Do you understand? I've never been to New York, but I've I've seen enough about the New York rat population to be like, bruh, you are fully committed to this assignment to deal with them things in their territory, bro. <laughs> you talk about rats the size of you going cats. you going underwater to fight a shark at this point, like you in their house, bruh. And the excuse was. We wanted to be able to worship during COVID time without being apprehended and, you know, villainized, so on and so forth. 
that was the whole idea behind it. That's when it came up. So this has been going on for roughly three years. And that's the reason they wanted to go worship. Why are y'all still down there? <laughs> so the so the other side is saying, bro, no, no, that's not why y'all down there, bro. Boy, when they was talking, when they was talking about, did we not learn anything from watching Batman? <laughs> talking about Eric Adams wants every available police officer in the tunnels. <laughs> Bruh. Damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's a trap. Bro, it's like it's like it's like this isn't real life anymore. It's not. That's why that's the only reason I brought it up. Cause I mean I know most people, the average person probably doesn't care. But just to understand that you are in probably the number one city in America as far as popularity and being mainstream you could probably go to somebody in a random hut in Africa and be like what's the one city you want to go to New York so to know that New York is not a real place but it is <laughs> oh, that is fascinating dog New York tunnels and those people are the ones that are operating down there doing whatever they're doing that shit that shit Hush, hush now. Oh yeah, I don't know it, got, it got quiet real quick. Cause those people, dog, they they they're a protected class, man. They are a protected class. So yeah, I just hold on, just, hold on, hold on. Officials and locals said young men in the community recently built the passage to the sanctuary in secret. When the group's leaders tried to seal it off Monday, they staged a protest that turned violent as police moved in to make arrests. Y'all started fighting each other. <laughs> hey, they they were they were serious, bro. They they look look they ready to die. They ready to die for that, bro. Hey, and they don't even believe in Jesus like that, and they was ready to die. Ready to die, Biggie. Look, <laughs> <laughs> look, man. <laughs> oh man everything is satire now dog everything is satire dog I don't even know anything about the Angela, Angela Simmons situation I just go on an X app and I well, first thing I see was something about Yo Gotti brother died and it's just jokes bro jokes flying everywhere and I'm just like everything is everything is satire now everything's a joke that's it. I mean, it's, it's all entertainment. It's all just entertainment. It's, it, it, it's, it's um, what do you call it? The bread and circus where they show you one thing and, and, and do something else while you're looking at the one mm-hmm. thing they're waving in front of you. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, that's all, that's all we're doing now. Like mm-hmm. we got, a, we got, I seen a, an article not too long ago, sorry to cut you off, where they was like COVID surging at an all time high all over again. And I was like, where? Like, 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 I haven't heard, I've heard nothing about flu numbers this season, but COVID is surging at an all time high all over again. And I'm like, ah, oh, must be that time of year. It's a, it's an election year, obviously. Um, but they know that's not going to work again. That, that's, it's not going to work again. They're going to have to figure out something else. It's, they'll do the, they'll go into the playbook. They'll, it'll be school shootings, um, you know, 
things like that. It'd be it'd be different things everywhere else. But no, I, I haven't heard anything much about. I mean, I know people personally that have gotten COVID again and again and again. Um, COVID is never going anywhere because COVID is just a it's just a flu gift wrapped. Um, but uh, you say the flu in a gift wrap? It's just yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's, it's, it's an election year. Bread, the bread and circus method is always going to be effective because um, so many people have their heads down in their phone, uh, and seventy-five to eighty percent of us are guilty of it. I mean, unless you're living in a on a on a, a, a Amish resort, uh, you're locked in. You 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 know what's going on. You you're not totally oblivious. Um, most of the shit that I'm oblivious about, I choose to be oblivious about it intentionally because low key, I want to hear other people's perspectives on it. That's why I didn't really need to listen to the Cat Williams and, and Shannon Sharp thing because I knew I was going to hear different perspectives and I knew I was going to get snippets, you know, yeah. and, and that's, that's enough for me. Because um, a lot of that shit, once again, it's it's pretty meaningless. I mean, it's just entertainment. Like, like you said, I mean, even though you were talking about the sh- Chappelle thing, you didn't gain anything from listening to the Cat Williams thing. Like it was no. just pure entertainment. I'm not inspired by by him or anything like that. I I I might have learned something about him, like oh he has one child, but he's adopted seven more kids to keep. You know, oh that's that's pretty you know honorable of him. But and then I learned that he gives you know comedians just he does these random acts of kindness where he'll give you know people getting started on the standups. Um, the stand-up circuit is like, oh yeah, you know, I was at a show. A, a woman brought me like seven hundred bucks, and it turns out it was from Cat Williams. And a lot of people have these stories. It's like, oh okay, cool, that's cool of him. But like anything monumental or anything that's gonna be life-altering for me, nah. This is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. This is only a test. This is a test of the emergency broadcasting system. The broadcasters of your area, in voluntary cooperation with federal, state, and local authorities, have developed this system to keep you informed in the event of an emergency. If this had been an actual emergency, the attention signal you've just heard would have been followed by official information, news, or instructions. This station serves the Northeast Illinois area. This concludes this test of the emergency broadcast system. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we had some technical difficulties there, and um, we have no idea what we were talking about. So we're just gonna uh, just jump into a new topic. It, uh... <laughs> Boy, it sounds like amateur hour with the Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna just jump into a new topic, and y'all go ride with us. Y'all go get on that subway and ride with us. <laughs> get in these tunnels, get bruh. Get these tunnels so we can go worship the Lord. Hey, amen. Look, man, them boys, man. <laughs> I hope they stop that mess, man. They don't got to do all that to, to go to their temples, man. They can. They ain't got to do that, man. They ain't got to do that, bro. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like you said. Why you got me on the subway when I found a better route? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus, but I, I'm glad that you uh, 
have taken a, somewhat of a liking to the From show. Um, I hope people that listen to this show have taken some interest and they get into it as well. Because the more people watch it, obviously, the more of a chance it, you know, it it goes on. I did see that um, Boyd. I want to say his name in real life is uh, Nathan Perot. Is his name like Nathan? <sighs> Or something like that. He did post on uh, Twitter that uh, they started filming. Harold Pernod. Harold Pernod, yeah, they did start filming. They're looking for about they're they're saying around June, July, season three should be out. But I'm thinking more like fall. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking closer to Halloween, which should, that energy makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. So once again, that's that's a that's a light plug right there. Since we used to do that back in the day, we always used to plug shit that found we found entertaining. So we've already gave y'all one. We told y'all. Oh make sure wow! Y'all... Giving recommendations again. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Make sure you go watch a uh, Saltburn. Uh, make sure you <laughs> make sure you check out the TV series from it's a MGM Plus show, but I do believe it is on what you said it was. You said some Apple? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Look, you can't take what I say um, because I don't be. Yeah, I'm not going to self You just know you can watch it. That's all I just know. know I can watch it. It's on Epics, which has been rebranded to MGM Plus. Okay, okay. Yeah. So if, you, if you're able to watch Godfather. Godfather of Harlem, yeah. It's, it's, it's wherever you find that. In. Yeah. And that's how I stumbled onto it, watching that. And then, like one day, I was like, "Let me just check out this. Uh, this is from. It looked interesting." And uh, yeah, I think I watched ten episodes in two days. Damn, you was locked in. Yeah, 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 man. The, like I said, I, I honestly, no matter what, I still think the first season is better than the second season. I still believe that the second season. Okay, so since you have gotten to where you've gotten to, yeah, yeah, yeah. With spoiler alert, with the new arrivals, do you find anybody interesting? Oh, Billy Badass is interesting as fuck. Very, he's very interesting. Billy Badass is interesting, interesting as fuck. Elgin is pretty interesting too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, is- I'm, I'm, I'm like Elgin. You trying to shoot? You shooting at anything to move? And you, you just got here and you ain't even got an edge up, like nigga. <laughs> they nigga ain't got nobody. They could have saved you. You could have came in this whole clean and, and and Ellis looking rough and Boyd looking rough. Like you could came in this bit clean and you come in here looking rough. He, he getting close though. He got hey, close. He nah, got my close, nigga, man. my nigga in here cooking. And I was like, nigga, you yeah. cooking on the wrong stove? <laughs> yeah, really though. Really though. He's like, hell. You, you should have yeah. stayed on that porch trying to holler at Julie. You cooking on the wrong stove? Fucking yeah. with Sarah. Yeah. But there, there is some, there is some, uh, there's some. Okay, this is the question I have for you, and I don't really feel like this is much of a spoiler. You have two personalities. You have Donna, which pretty much anybody that watches the show will probably despise her to an extent. Um, and you got Boyd, which to a degree, I call I feel like they're similar characters in regards to one takes care of the town, one takes care of Colony House. Yeah. Different who's different type pro- of different type of leadership. Whose leadership is better? But before you answer this question, think about how they handle new arrivals. I I kind of like Donna style to be honest. Boy, shoot the tire out. I'm gonna shoot the tire out. 
I'm not fit to have I'm not fit to have y'all with the foolery like like look I got to give y'all a reality check quick fast and in a hurry. I mean, Boyd is gonna try to coddle you and and walk you into it and everything like this and and Donald's like, all right, you here? I know you can't get out. You don't know that yet, but I needed to get you hip to something real quick. Depending on how much daylight got we got going on. I respect that. I, I mean, obviously, the way I was phrasing the question, I I, I appreciate Boyd's approach better. Uh, he he saw when um when Jim and them came. He pretty much told him, hey, you know, go that way. And <laughs> they realized they were going in circles and they had to discover on their own. We're fucked. Yeah. Unfortunately, it led them to fuck up their RV, you know, but because of how I parent in real life, I still believe in the method of you're going to have to find out the hard way because you, if you I try to tell you. Yeah. Because if I try to tell you and you don't listen, I got to shoot your tires out. And now everybody looking at me like I'm crazy. And I, yeah. which at the end of the day, I don't want to be seen as crazy. I, I want to ease you into it. I want to ease you into this new reality of you not leaving this motherfucker. I mean, because with Boyd's approach, yes, a lot of people on that bus would have got killed. Yeah. Because that, that lady on that, bu- that bus driver, she would have got him killed. I mean, they would have been oh, stuck yeah. out there at night. You know, and people still got killed though. People but I can still say got this, killed. None of the people from their family got killed. Jim's family's still alive. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Very true. You, know, you got a point there. You got a point. There. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but either way, that's a lot of people though. So I give them that. It's different. It's a different case study. You're talking about twenty people versus a group of four. You know, so um. I think one of the lingering questions I do have is I'm still confused on where they are because I'm always trying to figure out where were people going? Yeah. Uh, Clearly you're you're in the the Michigan area somewhere. Clearly. From what I'm understanding, I know somebody was headed to Boston, right? I don't don't recall. I I just remember the points on the map where like, oh, people are from all over, but you, it's like, oh Yeah. Um, when um, whatchamacallit's fiance got there, she's like, you know, this whole time been looking for me. You've been two hours away from Grand Rapids yeah. or wherever. Yeah, yeah. I... <sighs> and, and and giving that I, I watched the credits, I know that the show was shot like Ontario, Columbia, I mean, Ontario, Canada somewhere. So I was like, oh, OK, I don't know if that's meant to be like this just because where we found space or whatever. But yeah, yeah it's just a popular recording place i mean fargo was recorded in canada so yeah and it's based in minnesota so but that's makes sense i have not seen snow in from at all it had, the weather has been the weather's been the same right yeah pretty much aside from that that rainstorm yeah yeah that's that's pretty freaky that's pretty freaky but uh once again i i think it's uh and it's, and it's I- definitely gonna go down as an underrated show and aside from, like, like, like they they celebrated um, Fatima's um, one year anniversary. Vic's been there for I, I want to say forty years. I want to say he was like ten when he got there. He's been there mm-hmm. forty years. Like everybody else, kind of seemed pretty fresh. Like boys, like it's been like six months. And I'm like Jesus. 
Yeah, he just he just happened to have the skill set to be a leader, and I believe he had a gun on him, and so on and so forth. So it just made sense. Don't know like how long Don has been there. Don, don't know, no. You know, uh, it, yeah, it does. I mean, it, it's 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 a weird oh, situation. But the, the Reverend was there before Boyd got there. He he was he was he was, yeah. Actually, I actually until I watched because I watched season two so far apart, I forgot that that was Sarah's brother. I kept thinking that was her boyfriend. But anyways, anyways, I I, I feel like one of the last things I'm going to say is I still I still want more personalities to come into that show. I feel like we still haven't got a lot of personalities. We got the we got the lesbians. Yeah, got the uh, the alcoholics took care of that. Yeah, gotta make sure you take care of the lesbians. Uh, got the um, got some alcoholics there. Military background. Got some tech geeks there. Got some engineers. Got some mothers. Um, <laughs> it, got some... it almost feels like they're trying to build this community. Mm-hmm. It which makes sense if you're rolling the dice on the type of people that you're gonna meet. Well, well, I I don't mean like like the people that are getting stuck there trying to build the community, like. The whoever the show, the show creators. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes it easier to write the story. It, mm-hmm. But the still the main the main question is always going to come back to why is information not being shared? That is very that's very frustrating. Because it's very it's frustrating. Like, it's like oh, I seen that little boy in the woods, nigga. You seen him too? Exactly. Oh, nigga, you having visions and nightmares? You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh you seeing the doll? Like you, like nigga, you been here forty years, nigga. You ain't tell nobody there's a tree that you could get into, and you get into another part of the world. Like nigga, <laughs> that's important information. Very. Yeah. That, that tree is a motherfucker. That's all that, I'm gonna tell you. That tree is a motherfucker for real. That tree is a motherfucker, and then that's why I don't like Victor, cause it's like, bruh. You hold so many answers. But he's operating on the mental capacity of a 10-year-old. That's unfortunate. It's convenient as well. Yeah. But that's still so inaccurate because you eventually, you get older, you gain some sense. I mean, he does say some wild shit at times, and he shows you his age. He's He's not a dummy, per se, but he does... He does communicate like a child. Yeah. The drawings, things like that. He communicated like a child, but he's not a dummy. No, no, not at all. So that's just. <sighs> Anyways, let's let's get let's tap back into real life, man. <sighs> real life. <laughs> yeah, I know. Once again, is it is it real life or is it satire? It's all a fucking joke. How do you feel about practical people? I I consider myself to be very practical. Of course I do too. So so those are some of my favorite people. <laughs> so do you find yourself let me put this in a way that doesn't persecute you? Do you find yourself attracted to practical people or do you find practical people 
of the opposite gender harder to find? I don't typically say I find myself attracted to practical people, if I'm being honest. Mindset, meaning, meaning mindset. But, yeah. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I would say that I don't find myself attracted to practical people because of the the practical pe- person's mindset because it's it's too much like my own, and then it just kind of leads me to the <laughs> it no it, it puts me it puts me in the thought pattern of like if if you're thinking like I'm thinking then you know why are you here? Wow, you don't you think that's too easy? Not that it's too easy, but it's like. You know how people say, "Oh, I could do bad by myself, or I could do good by myself." I was like, "I mean, if you're not, if you're doing, if you're doing and saying what I'm doing and saying this shit, I can just do it myself." <laughs> like, what value are you bringing here? Not Damn. granted, so not you, granted, you, a, you, not, you not granted, a practical person could, you know, bring different perspectives because I'm, I'm totally not totally open minded, but I'm open minded to the fact that I don't know everything. So I do find its benefits, but. I don't. I don't know. That's a good question because at the same time, I I, I hate a, a an impractical person that I kind of have to lead by the nose. Damn. Because it, it is it's like God. If I if I wanted children, I'd have some. Ooh. Damn. I, I, I caught myself thinking about that the other day because I, I personally because. I'm still of the mindset that relationships shouldn't be hard. I know teamwork isn't always going to be easy, but for me, it's just so much easier to just deal with practical people. And, you know, and I still feel like, although I'm practical, I don't think that I'm every embodiment of practicality. Like, my practical is going to still be different from somebody else being practical. We'll probably meet on the same road, but we may get there in a different way, which is, which I'm, which I'm fine with. And that's what I personally, um, I'd say desire as far as having conversations with that person, problem solving with that person, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, I think that I feel like that character, I feel like that trait tends to get ignored by people that, like you said, they're more, uh, I'd say, impulsive or impractical. People that are a lot more adventurous, I guess, you know, with their with how they approach things, da da da. So when they come across somebody like me or you, it may be a little frustrating because we are the way we are. And mm-hmm. at my age now, I'm like, I'm not, I'm never gonna not be practical. Like that's who I am now. It just makes sense to me. One hundred percent. And I and I got to do what <laughs> makes sense to me example given <laughs> like yeah so I, I just you know i just because we live we're at the age now we're 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 at the age now that for most of us that when we were young we are now our parents age we like we're literally living that life like when a lot of us were in middle school maybe elementary we're looking at our parents like they were our age they're in their 30s you know late 30s or whatever they're middle age so to speak and I'm sitting here thinking about how relationships, the relationship conversation is not going to die for our generation anytime soon. This, this, that conversation is, it's pretty much here to stay because a lot of well, it's, people And it's are a lot reaching, of talk and no action, but that's another topic for another time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, um, I mean, like I said, I, I see it and I, I feel sorry for people 
that let it consume them without acting on it. Because I seen some real shit the other day. Like I seen somebody say like a lot of people that center their whole lives around, you know, being relationship people, they're not ready for relationships themselves. They can talk about relationship this and that all day, but they be the main ones not ready for relationships. You 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 you're ready for the ideal of the relationship, but not the work and not the not the mental um, capacity that you have to dedicate to a relationship, and the 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 common sacrifice and acceptance that that comes with relationships. You wanna you you're ready for the perfect relationship that doesn't exist. It takes a lot to accept that. It takes a lot to accept that the the, the idea you have of something is purely your imagination, and it's like. Not saying that it's impossible, but the likelihood of you attaining it the way you imagined it. It's the same way as when you're about to go into a job interview and you're like, man, I'm going to ask this question. It's going to go like this. It's gonna... Then you go into the interview. It's totally different. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I didn't think this wasn't supposed to go like this. At all. You thought that. You thought you had control. You thought you were going to go in there and have control of the conversation. You thought you were going to ask these questions. You thought they were going to ask you these questions. And guess what? It went totally the other direction. And that's what a lot of people are are going to have to understand when they're dealing with relationships as middle-aged people. Because one thing that people tend to ignore specifically millennials is I say this all the time a lot of people that listen to this podcast a lot of people that are friends to us and art that you know the ones that are in our age group we are who we are Mm -hmm. we're not a lot of us aren't raw anymore so people that got married in their 20s got into serious relationships in their 20s and you know they took those chances in their 20s to 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 quote unquote settle down or to to take things seriously in their 20s it wasn't easier for them, but because they were a lot more raw, they were willing to learn. They were willing to to make those sacrifices. They were willing to adjust because they knew they were young. They knew that they had learning to do. Man or woman, it's hard to tell a 36-year-old what to do, bro. <laughs> like, they've been out of college for 10-plus years. They've been on their own for 15-plus years. Like, what you going to tell these people? I see the same shit every day. The same shit. The 50-50 combos. The what you going to bring to the table. I could cook. I could clean. You couldn't say that at 21. You couldn't say that at 23, 24. A lot of y'all couldn't. A yeah. lot of y'all be like, man, you know, I'm I'm, I'm talking to my son about banking. And he asked me, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into it. But he asked me a, a question about his bank account. I just thought it was the dumbest question in the world. And I had to sit there and think, I'm like, well, I didn't teach him that. So, of course, he didn't know. And then now that I'm like, well, that's not really common sense. What he asked me. And I mean, it was basically along the lines of routing number and, and a bank account number. And I'm like, well, shit. And I started thinking, like, how did I learn that shit? I don't even remember. I, I mean, I, I want to say I knew that before getting into banking, but maybe I didn't. It's common sense to us now because it's been in us for so long. We have that information stored in our we have it filed away for so long. It's just it's it's damn near second nature now. And so you start looking again, at people crazy for not knowing. 
Say that again. I say you start looking at people crazy for not knowing. 1731. Okay. They, they, they move on. All right. Okay. Is it their time? We'll see. Um, but yeah, you've been crazy. Because a little bit of that is ego. A little bit of that is, why don't you know? I mean, it's similar to when I went out to drive today. Like I said, I had to drive over two bridges. I, went, I, I drove less than miles today. I had to go over two bridges. But because of my experience with almost fucking killing myself driving over <laughs> an icy bridge, I automatically knew. There's no, you ain't got to touch that really no too many more times. Exactly. It, 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 Exactly. It's just so. Once again, I'm not raw anymore. Like I am low key. I may not feel like it, but for lack of a better term, like I'm a finished product. I'm in my final form. Like, and I think the only way to really have a successful relationship in this middle age that people are approaching. They, I hate the term unlearn. I would, I would rather just say they'd have to be open to the ideal of being like, well, who's who, who, who's gonna who who's gonna who's gonna let who be the leader? Who's gonna let who be the decision maker in this aspect or this and that? Like, long story short, by waiting so long, people have made it harder. Yeah, 100%. Bottom line. 100%. Bottom line. It's hard. And, and, and it's, it's, I, don't, I don't know if it's because like we've, we've entered like a risk-adverse kind of society. So it's kind of like I'm, I'm, I'm almost basically waiting on the short thing that's never going to happen. So therefore, now you've pretty much limited yourself to, you know, given the ability to start over because you've waited so late or, or, or what, the, what the real reasoning behind it is. But, yeah, I agree with you. It takes a lot to be able to look in the mirror and be like, damn, I, I kind of fucked up. And the only way to make things better is to realize that not going to say this is as good as it's going to get, but I have to approach people at the same level that I am. Because once again, I'm no longer raw. I know a lot. I've learned a lot, been through a lot. Hopefully I can get something out of this. Hopefully this person could teach me something. If this person could teach me something, that is a huge benefit. Because once again, common sense is going to tell you 50-50 makes things easier. Common sense is going to tell you that, um, you know, this person can probably cook. This person can survive on their own. This person can do this and that. Common sense is probably going to tell you that at the age of 35. What are you going to do to make things easier? But the thing is, common sense isn't so common because people have an issue. Mm-hmm. That's like, do you want to pay 100% of 1500 or do you want to pay 50% of 1500 and get the same? A person that says they want to pay 100% of it, that's, ego. that's pure pride and ego. Yeah, that's control. You want, you want to be in control. That, that's, that, that's, that's pride that's, ego. That says more about your ego and your pride than it does about your finances. And, and I'll take it back a step. You said people are more risk averse these days. I, I, I find that to be to be somewhat false with millennials because I feel like 
um, a lot of millennials just don't want to be a baby. But I've seen millennials taking a lot of fucking chances that are fucking stupid. For instance, I mean, you've seen the lady that basically shaved her daughter's head and said, fake like you got cancer so we can get these donations. Like, and I, I'm bringing it up to say, Gypsy we Rose? know a lot of fucking scammers. Oh, never mind. We saw... What you said? I said Gypsy Rose. Oh wait, never mind. I don't. I've been hearing that name. I don't know. I don't know anything about this this story. You have to you have to fill me in on that one. What is that about? Gypsy Rose um, Blanchard. You don't you don't remember that story? Have where she, no where idea she, who that is. Where she basically had Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Okay. Like her her who, mom. This happened. Oh shit! I I just remember watching the Hulu special. Uh, when did this actually happen? Uh, but basically, um, her mom kept basically convinced her that she was like terminally ill and everything, and kept kept giving her drugs to make her come off ill and 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 having her teeth fucked up and having organs removed so that she could get sympathy oh. and get donations, and so. Gypsy Rose ended up meeting some guy, I think it was online, and he convinced her that, uh, that well, he didn't convince her. They figured out that she wasn't really sick and everything, and then the guy killed um, killed her mom for her, basically. Wow. So, yeah, so, so he, got, he got life, and she got Gypsy like eight Rose years or something. Okay, uh, uh, Gypsy Rose is the victim? Victim turned... victim turn what'd you become I guess I don't want to say she's the, the killer because I mean she's like she's like victim turns Charles Manson kind of kind of shit like she didn't carry okay. it out but you know she she had this other guy carry it out for her and, and he's doing life and she's out and with a new man but we've talked about that tale Damn. before too so like I say victim and oppressor yeah, I feel yeah. like you know you know, but victim to mastermind. That's kind of the, the concept behind Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Um, I think that was one of the general themes in those shows that you had people that, well, the, the, when you finally finished Better Call Saul, you realized that that nigga was never good. No, never. never. <laughs> that's, the, that's the wild part. Like I was like, damn, I was hoping at some point. I was like, man, did he have an ounce of goodness in him? I was like, no, this nigga was born a con, man. But Walter White, on the other hand, he was definitely, um, he, you know, he, he had one bad day. Uh, but yeah, I guess I'll ch- check out that Gypsy Rose thing. Somebody mentioned it to me, and I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. And they, they kind of looked at me like, hey, you don't know that? I was like, no, nah, I don't. Like, I don't. But you um, see, you, I mean, you see the look I gave you. It's called The Act. The Act. Okay. Okay. Well, I like I said, motherfuckers are not risk averse. Motherfuckers is killing people at an all-time high these days. Motherfuckers are scamming at an all-time high. Like I said, I don't need to bring up PPP loans because we didn't we didn't PPP the show for two three years. <laughs> and to fuck with the government, come on, bro, that takes balls. So I can't call people risk averse anymore. I feel like one one thing people do not want to do is be embarrassed. And the one thing people love is to be in control. So mm-hmm. we get, we're fighting. We're fighting with stubborn people that don't want to be embarrassed. So therefore, 
when it comes to relationships, they know that there's a lot of emotional investment there. So they just want to control it. So, yeah, I just I don't think people are as risk adverse as they pretend to be. I can say I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Like you said, that's it. Yeah, I'll, def- I'll definitely check out this the act um, if you think it's worth checking out. I guess that's your recommendation. Sure, sure. I got another but, recommendation. For for those not up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like I'm probably the last one on that because, like I said, I've I've definitely I've heard it mentioned, but really no details. So I was kind of confused. I'm like, are we talking about the same thing? Because that's a I'm not saying that's a common name, but I heard Rose, and that's all I heard. Um, but anyways, um, that's a recommendation. That was another recommendation. Um, no one will save you. Um. Oh, no, okay. No one will save you. Or no one can save you. Let me see. I, mean, I gotta look it real quick. Yeah, no one will save you. It's a. Uh, it's about a. It's like a ninety-minute film. Um, I feel like I can't really say what it's about because that's a huge spoiler. But you've seen movies like this before. But I feel like this get, puts an interesting, interesting twist on this type of movie, and um, this movie. It's not like getting on the subway, going to a disgusting place. <laughs> it's more along the lines of uh, a car ride with your mother to your relative's house that you really don't want to go to. So, yeah, I might not be selling the movie well, but it is what it is. It's for the sake of just checking something out to cure your boredom you might have in the next 30 days because boredom does happen. Yes. And if I get this out to you while we're still under a freeze watch, yeah, here's some ideas for you. Exactly. Exactly. I, I hope I hope you do. I, I really, I mean, speaking of freeze, man, it's just that whole turn around, don't drown thing all over again. I just don't. <laughs> back, back to the origins. Bruh. I just, I don't get why people like, I know I didn't have to get out the house. I, it wasn't an emergency for me to get out the house. But I knew I wasn't going far at all. I'm like, okay, I'm not going too far. Like, I, I'm not getting on the freeway. I'm not touching the feeder. I'm cool. The people that have... Like, you see this, you see the list I sent you today? Yes. The and that was from 9.15 to 10, what, 10.30? That was 45 one and, minutes? That's an hour, one hour of accidents within maybe eight miles of each other. It's mm-hmm. like 17, that's like 15 accidents. It's like, bruh, what are y'all doing? And I, I know you're not I built for this shit. Nah, I built for this shit, bruh. Like I said, we've we been dealing with floods for 100 years. We ain't built for floods. No amount of news coverage and warning signs and 90-day heads up will stop motherfuckers from going out there and driving into six feet of water. We know a lot of that shit is insurance scams, but God, dog. <laughs> some be, God some people dog. playing with their life trying to get out of these bills that they got. Bruh. And that's the, that's the, and that's the topic I'm going to end on right there. Financial immaturity. Mm. <sighs> Why is it I have a feeling why. Why is it so important 
to stretch your dollar so thin for things that are really so trivial. And that's why I've come up with the ideal of financial immaturity, because I, I see my son do some things at the age of 19, and I just kind of laugh. I'm like, I get why you're doing that, because, because you, you don't, don't understand. Know <laughs> you don't know no better. Exactly. You don't know no better, and you still have this golden parachute, which is your parents. Yeah. So it makes sense. But y'all motherfuckers pushing forward. And y'all don't know how to maintain a credit card. Y'all don't know how y'all don't y'all don't understand that rent is usually due on the first. Usually. Some, the I latest mean, the fifth. Yeah, people some people get that grace period. Like like people don't have like a schedule of when their bills are coming out. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me. I, I don't I don't know. I, I know what bills I have. Sometimes, hey, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it, sometimes it'll come like the weekend and kind of throw me off a little bit, and then somebody pulled out on a Monday. I'm like, damn, I forgot that bill was coming out. But for the most part, I know my bills. They coming. They are coming. They do not stop. So <laughs> it just bothers me so much that people, Americans, find a way to put themselves in a hole when they actually make decent money. Like, I know people that make decent money that stay in a hole, and I'd be so confused. I'm like, why? Why Why is it so hard for you to mentally prioritize things and then say, I can do this, but I can't do that? Once again, is that just me being practical? I think it's you being practical. Like, 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 like that level of discipline that you had to learn at an early age. And, and, and like you said, your son, 19, he still has his golden parachute as his parents. Did you have that golden parachute at 19? No. So it's a lot of, it's a, it's a lot of stuff you had to learn earlier in life that, you know, thankfully that your son isn't having to go through the hard way, you know, for, for lack of a better term. And a lot of people. You know, even in our generation, some had that golden parachute where they had uh, a two parent in a two parent household where, you know, income exactly. was flowed pretty freely. And, and you could you had, you know, a lot of disposable income and the, the abilities to do a lot of things. And some people like, you know, hey, when you got your first job at 15 or 16 and you wanted a car, your parents were like, all right, you need to pay all the car. No, not pay the insurance or something like that. Like the responsibilities mm-hmm. were on you at an early age. Oh, you want that cell phone? That cell phone come with a bill. You're going to have to pay that bill. I'm not paying it. Who the fuck do you think I am? Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I go through that now. Like I said, which I shouldn't be going through it much longer. I just, I, that's why I still look at people. I'm like, bro, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, especially motherfuckers that don't got no kids, but don't have people that they're taking care of. I'm just looking at them like, do you just feel like because you don't have this big responsibility, which is a child, that the government ain't gonna come evict your ass. Ain't gonna come take your shit. <laughs> like they don't give a damn about you. They just care about their money. You got motherfuckers to worry about, bro. You learn that real quick when you start falling behind on shit. I mean, really, I want. I guess that's my point. Like, have motherfuckers never been broke before? 
And I asked that to say, like, I feel like that's an uncomfortable feeling. And why would you want to be there again? It's almost like going to jail. Because I've, I've been told one of my partners, I was like, man, because we, you know, when we grew up, a lot of our partners went to jail. And I'm like, man, I'm at the point where I feel like, if I know a motherfucker that's consistently going to jail, he got to be gay. <laughs> got to be gay, bro. It only take it only take and one I'm, experience, but to be like, all right, I'm out of here. And I'm not bad. Let me let me be specific. I'm talking prison, jail, one thing, but to keep going back and forth in the prison, doing multiple stints, you got a boyfriend in there, bro. <laughs> you want you, you want to be close to somebody. You you wild. That's what and that's what I'm saying. Like that's a a person with a sound mind. It really only takes one nasty experience to be like I'm gonna do my best to avoid that. Not you might you you might come close again, but to do it three, four times, five times. Oh no, nah, bro, you enjoy this shit. <laughs> You enjoy this shit. But anyways, man. Any fucking ways. Does this what does this day mean to you? I'm gonna close on that. Does this day mean anything to you personally? I mean, at this point in your life? And when personally, by this day I mean MLK. I'm I'm not gonna touch that actually. That's an off mic conversation that we we need to have. I'm not gonna have that one on on this on the pod. So you being a pussy? You're being yeah, a pussy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. This is the No Boundary Podcast. I am. Okay, let me ask you another I, question. I I, I, uh, I say I say this day is supposed to be in remembrance of a great man that did a number of things in the civil rights movement that um went towards the um. Abolishing of segregation in the United States of America. But now at this big age that you are now, you probably have other ways to phrase that that you don't think the listeners will like. This is true, yes. Okay, okay. Well, I got another one for you because I want to close off on something that just, you know, just have you think. Um, um, if you were to, um, if you had to only listen to one song because I was thinking about verses. What happened to verses? Do they still exist? No, nah, it was just kind of a pandemic thing, and then niggas started going back outside, and it wasn't as fun as it anymore. Oh, that's unfortunate. I mean, I wasn't, I didn't listen to too many of them, but I thought it was a cool conversation at times. I thought it was a good experience, you know. But you are right. I did realize that. Like, I guess like after like 2022, they pretty much died out. But now I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, because I, I feel like we never got the Lil Wayne one. And I'm not the biggest Lil Wayne fan, but uh, two of my favorite Wayne songs are, um, I want to say, uh, Six Foot Seven mm-hmm. and a Millie. Uh, which one you got? If you had, to, if you could only listen to one for the rest of your life. Six Foot Seven. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So we're on the same page. <laughs> Why? I, I like the wordplay better. He was, they was eating on that whole boy. They, they, like, they was eating on that whole. I listen, I was like, nigga was rapping like the rent was due. <laughs> he had a job to do, and he came to do it. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Tammy, you were a victim of those bars. <laughs> Tammy was. Tammy was a victim of those bars. If you weren't Damn. famous already. <laughs> That boy, I was I was listening to hold on. I was like, man, this thing, okay, yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand. But yeah, <laughs> man, uh, 
you know, um, it's been enjoyable. Uh, hopefully we can do this again and we don't have too much of a a long break. I hope all the recommendations that we give uh, Two bitches at the resonate. same time. Synchronized swimmers. Hey. Never, <laughs> never met the bitch, but I fuck her like I missed her. He was on it, bruh. He was on that, though. The guns got on there and was like, hey, I'm gonna try to hold my own. I may not. But I'm gonna do what I do. And then I feel like he did a good job. Feel like he did a good job, man. Oh, oh, he definitely held his own. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, I don't know when you're gonna be listening to this, people that are listening. Me, uh, yeah, but I actually have some work to do tomorrow, so we'll see. I gotta. I know, yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Back to reality. It was an enjoyable day. Uh, the cold didn't bother me it's supposed to be colder tomorrow pretty much all over america so wherever you are in america make sure you you stay as warm as possible um hopefully you're not dealing with these assholes like we're dealing with at ERCOT that are keep trying to urge us <laughs> to turn our like like bruh instead of hate. instead of us making the system better i'm, I'm gonna ask you guys to to to, to, to you know limit your usage look man Nobody told you motherfuckers to allow all these motherfuckers to come in this state and y'all couldn't handle y'all couldn't handle the infrastructure. That's what it boils down to. Y'all building all these apartments, y'all doing all this bullshit just to back door and say when the weather is reaching, you know, critical, you know, uh it's at a critical point. Now y'all telling us we gotta conserve and do bruh. Tell motherfuckers they need to move to Oklahoma or Arkansas or some shit. Like it's other States that they can move to, like if you can't handle it, at some, some point, space they can move to. <laughs> it's like at some point you gotta just be like, you know, hey, um, it's not a smart idea to move here because you're gonna deal with this type of shit. You're gonna deal with a state that doesn't have any fucking plows, a state that doesn't know how to de-ice roads, a state that has multiple drivers that don't understand that. When 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 it's when it's heavy rain, it's probably best that they let the rain go to into the gutters and shit before you drive on the road. This is not the state to move to because you're chasing a vibe. <laughs> That's fucking stupid at this point. Like, come on. Like, I'm not even the type of person that's gonna be like, oh, we 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 closed. We don't want y'all here. I'm just saying, be reasonable. You really don't want to move here. You're just not thinking it through. And I'm telling you, like, come here all you want, but you're going to suffer and you're going to increase the suffering for the rest of us, which is fucking crazy. But, yeah, man, no matter where you are in the United States, just make sure you stay warm. Um, no matter no matter what this day means to you, um, if, even if the only message you ever can remember from the king is I had a dream is that that's fine. At the end of the day, you know, I, I just I always just tell people no matter what holiday it is. Hopefully you take that holiday as an excuse to just be nice to people, to be kind to people. I feel like every holiday pretty much promotes that. Even the most wicked and the darkest holiday promotes that, Halloween. On Halloween, what do people do that's nice, Jay? They give candy to the kids. Mm-hmm. It's nice. You know what I'm saying? So even on the worst holidays, you're nice to people. You're kind to people. So take this time to just be nice to people, be friendly to people, and that's that. Um Thank you and you're welcome as always. And with that being said, 
This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?